Hello, hope you're having a healthyish day. You are tuning into the podcast From Body and Soul with me, Felicity Harley. You've probably heard the buzzword cycle sinking. In fact, we did an episode earlier this year on how to tap into your menstrual cycle, which is what it's all about, to improve fitness. That was very popular. So I thought we needed to revisit this whole thing again. Today, we're talking about cycle syncing in relation to your nutrition and overall energy with a few fitness tips thrown in. Ruth Sladek joins me. She's a nutritionist, naturopath and women's health specialist from Endeavour College. Now, as you know, we keep these healthish episodes short. So if you want to take a deep dive into cycle sinking. Ruth is up on Extra Healthy-ish. You can grab that wherever you get your podcasts. Ruth, lovely to have you on Healthy-ish. How's, how's your day been so far? Yeah, it's been lovely. Thank you. How about yours? Oh, yeah, it's been good, actually. I'm excited to um, talk about this. I feel like cycle syncing, as many people call it, it's just such a buzzword at the moment. I'm seeing so many things pop up on social media, on the web. Can you tell us what it is exactly? Yeah, so cycle syncing is basically a practice of making lifestyle lifestyle choices, and that's including workflow, food, exercise, in accordance with a woman's menstrual cycle. And that gives a woman the opportunity not only to get more in tune with the fluctuation of her hormones, but also really using the hormones as a resource to optimize her energy um, and optimize her workflow and well-being. I mean, I feel like this is, you know, when you're saying that, I'm thinking, and I'm sure a lot of listeners might be thinking, hang on, this isn't anything new. I feel like this is something women have been mindful of. I mean, I I know that in the middle of your cycle, I do not want to go for a 10K run or anything, yet there's probably been no official name. Why has it taken so long for us to, for this to become a thing and for us to talk about it? Yeah, it's a really interesting thing. Like, Women's health was really, it's just only in the recent years that women's health is something what's really been talked about and researched. In older research and older studies, women were very much viewed as small men and were asked to perform on the same playing field as men. But in more recent years, there has been more research done and more interest into looking at women. And, and her differences and how her hormones affected to the point is that even some sporting teams like the AFL Brisbane Lions, for example, they match their exercise routine to the fluctuation of women's hormones, which is really cool to see. It's true that I guess there's more interest now. So Yeah, actually I I do know that the AFLW is doing a lot of research into this space, into, you know, the best performance times of the month, the best time to, to get more out of your players. And and I suppose that's hard to manage when you've got so many players on your list. But can you just briefly talk us through each phase of a menstrual, menstrual cycle? Yeah. So um, a really good way is to link the phases through the seasons um, kind of thing. So that's kind of like the same when you think of a garden, you wouldn't necessarily plant zucchinis in winter and expect, <laughs> you know, that to crop in a way. So we begin with menstruation. So that's when hormones are at an all-time low, a woman is bleeding, her endometrium is shedding, and that's generally a time when a woman's energy isn't isn't that great and not that outward focused. It's a great time for self-care, 
And it's the time to take it easy. It's also a time where a woman often feels really intuitive. So it's a good, good time to focus on herself. The next phase is the follicular phase. And we're linking that to spring. So hormones, especially estrogen, is on the rise. And there's a real emerging quality to that phase. So research has actually shown that our memory and focus is particularly high in the follicular phase. So it's a really good time for research, for learning something new, switching up the exercise routine a bit phase three is summer so that's green energy that's like when hormones are at its peak and a woman tends to be most outgoing and energy is focused outward it's um when verbal centers are most active in the brain um and it's a really good time to i guess launch a project do a talk that type of thing then the next phase is the luteal phase, which is willing to autumn. That's probably where we see the biggest fluctuations of hormones, and that can also affect a woman's mood most significantly. So that's where we can see PMS and so on. The biggest thing for autumn is that's when energy starts to go inward and a woman might not feel like socializing so much. But then on the flip side, her attention to detail is really good. So it's a really good time to edit and to go over something rather than starting something new. Can any woman try this? I mean, is it just a matter of, okay, you know, tracking where you are and writing writing down how you're feeling and, and is, is that, can we all do this? Yeah, and I, I feel like I should have sort of put that as a claimer, disclaimer to start with because your experience as a woman overrides all of that. If you feel like a powerhouse during your period, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but any woman can try this. And it's literally the, the first step is awareness. It's just checking in, like, where in your cycle are you? What's your energy like? What does your body feel like doing? Yeah, that's that's the best starting point for it. So what are some of your top tips on you know, how we can go about doing it and making sure we're, you know, eating the right things, working out at the right time of the month? So the first first step is awareness for sure. So it's the beginning of the cycle is always, or day one of the cycle is traditionally seen as the first day of the period. So just start starting to journal, like where, like literally just where you are in your cycle, a couple of words of how you're feeling. That's the first point. Um, the second point is knowledge. Like the more you can get to know your body as a woman, the better. Knowledge is power. That's what I tell my client and that's what I'm really passionate about. And I guess that's why I have created that course with Endeavor College as well on natural health for women to giving women the tools to get to know their body and to understand what what they need for each phase um, to best nourish themselves. And the last thing is perhaps small steps. Changes happen in small steps. So even if you can just do one little change um, according to how you feel, as in, you know, turning the exercise routine up or down depending on how you feel in your menstrual cycle um, or, you know, working with your workflow as much as you can, but just beginning with one thing. Yeah, actually, I i mean, we recorded a, a podcast about this at the beginning of the year and it was more to do with the fitness around your cycle. And, and ever since that, I've actually started personally making notes about how I'm feeling. And, and it's amazing when you just see the trends happening. And, and I do, when it comes to fitness, I don't lift heavy weights on that first 
phase one, the menstrual phase. And it, it's, it's almost been game changing to my fitness levels. Yeah, I actually saw a recent um, research study on that where they were measuring muscle composition in women working out and they found that muscle building, like um, the size of muscle fiber um, as well as um, quantity was greater, like the gain was greater in the follicular phase rather than in the luteal phase. So it's really cool to sort of see that, like in your experience with that, to see it matching. So, yeah. Well, I, I think it's wonderful that we're finally doing research and gaining more knowledge into this space. Ruth, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. You're so welcome. My absolute pleasure. If you are intrigued and want to know more about cycle syncing, Ruth has written a story for Body and Soul online. I will leave that link in the show notes. She's also up on Extra Health Ish, of course, taking a deeper dive into this subject. And she has helped design a new short course that focuses solely on women's health for Endeavour College's short courses. If you love this chat and you want more from us at Body and Soul, you know where to go. Again, bodyandsoul.com.au, Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. We are all there. We are talking about everything health and wellness. Anyway, enough from me. Thank you for joining us. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast and make sure you share it with your friends if you love this app. And until next time you listen, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.